Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to Small Talk with Sid, the podcast. It's been a minute since I put out an episode, a little over a year to be exact, but with that said, I've been able to use this time to reflect, re-strategize, and really think about how I want to move forward with this podcast. I'm in a really good place now, and with that said, I have really incredible guests lined up with amazing stories to share. Some of these conversations I have are so thought-provoking and really intimate, and I'm excited for you guys to be a part of those conversations. So with that said, I want to start off this new season or era of the podcast with a solo episode, because the last time I did a solo was January 7th, 2018. I was a junior in college, and a lot has not only happened in my personal life, but in the world. So I think it's really important that as you listen to these conversations that you have a good understanding of who your host is because I think it makes it more personal and makes you feel like you're really sitting down with your friends listening to a conversation. So um, I just want to give you kind of a little bit of update into my life and I have notes in front of me in an outline. I do with every single episode. I think it's important because it allows me to make sure I don't miss anything that I want to say. So with that said, I'm going to give you a quick intro into who I am then talk about lessons I've learned over the past two years, and then some tips on how to achieve your goals for anyone that has new goals that they made or things that they're currently working on. So with that said, let's jump into it. So my story, my name is Sydney Matone, for those that don't know, and I'm currently 24 years old, and I'm the founder of Small Talk with Sid, which by the way, recently turned into an LLC, which I'm super pumped about. I grew up in Long Island, and I was living in the city for the past five years up until March of 2020, which we all know what happened, the pandemic, and my life kind of did a little bit of a 180, and I know that happened with a lot of people, which we will talk about a little bit later. So Small Talk with Sid is a lifestyle brand, and I actually came up with the name my senior year of high school, which is really crazy, and over the past, you know, five to six years, a lot has changed since then. It's become a podcast, it's become a lifestyle website, and we also have done video content, we've done events, which I'm fingers crossed, I think we're gonna do another one this year, so we'll see. And I'm excited to see where this brand goes. It really is a passion project of mine, it's my baby, and I love it, and I love doing it, so stay tuned, and a lot coming there. But with that said, I also do have a full-time corporate job. I work in the world of media. I work in a media agency. And believe it or not, that job, while it may not be necessarily the dream job, it has given me so much insight into the world of marketing and media. And a lot of the things that I learned there, I'm able to incorporate in my podcasting life when it comes to doing deals with sponsors or when you're talking about impressions and clicks and all that jazz. So I always tell people, even if you're not exactly where you want to be right now, 90% of the time, if not more, there are tools that you can be acquiring while you're at your job that will set you up for the future later. Again, we'll talk more about that later. So what's happened since the last time I did a solo episode since I was a junior in college? Well, quite a bit. So I graduated college um, successfully, I might add. I graduated magnum cum laude and I graduated with honors. I was a super like I always took my studies very seriously. I was a straight A student and I tell people all the time, like even if school's like not your thing, there's always something there that you can take away from, whether that's you joining a club, getting more involved, doing outside internships. I remember a professor said to me, he was like, because I had the opportunity to graduate a year early. And I said to him, should I do that? And he's like, why? He's like, you're never gonna get these years back. So make the most of your time here. And I know for some people financially it makes sense. And if that's your story, like 
you know, do what you have to do. But if you do have the opportunity where you're kind of questioning whether you should stay longer, I highly recommend you do stay longer because you really never get that time back. And I was super involved in school. I was like the president of, was the vice president of one club, a president of another. And I was a part of this team at my school called the brand marketing team where we took on a case study and took us like a year to do it. And it was up to like two, three o'clock in the morning any night. Shout out to any of my team members listening. We all know that killed us. Um, but yeah, I took on a lot of things like that. And I did, I did outside internships as well. And everything that I was doing, it wasn't to fill up my plate. It genuinely was to create new opportunities for myself. And everything that I've done has taught me something, whether that be how, how learning how to work with people or different personalities or how to show up on time to places or, you know, things of that nature. So everything is going to teach you something. With that said, I was super blessed because I graduated May of 2019 and I got a job straight out of college and I was very fortunate. So if anyone's in a position like that where they're struggling getting a job, I do recommend, I know this is going to sound really cliche, but networking is your best friend. Really reaching out to people. I reached out, I think like six or seven months before I graduated. I was on LinkedIn like every day, reaching out to people, friends of friends, cold calling, things of that nature. And that's going to be, that's going to be what gets you the job, truly. And some people are fortunate enough where they have jobs lined up for them with close friends or family. But if you're really stuck in a rut, just really do your, do, do your outreach. It's going to be your best friend. So I highly recommend that. And don't be afraid to send cold emails and get on the phone with people. Um, it shows confidence. And I think that's going to work in your favor. Um, so yeah, so like I mentioned, I was living in the city for the past five years up until recently, and I moved back home to Long Island, back to my suburban roots, which has been really interesting, but so grateful for it. And again, we'll touch on more on that later. And yeah, and so my life has just been finding this new rhythm and this new pattern. And I have new goals for myself. And I feel like my mindset has really done such a shift in these past two years. And I really matured in a lot of ways. So it's exciting. And I think everything happens for a reason. And I know that this is like where I'm meant to be right now in my life. And so I'm really taking it in. So what's happened in the world for anyone listening to this podcast episode in the future? Well, it's no secret that the world has changed quite a bit, you know, between the election and the pandemic, our lives have really, have really turned upside down. And some people it's been really amazing and fantastic. And I know other people have had you know, sadder stories or more traumatic stories. However, at the end of the day, we all share experiences. And I really believe it's our experiences that make us who we are. And if you did go through something that was harder, it's going to teach you something nonetheless, and it's going to make you more prepared for the future. So how have I been dealing with it? Sorry, I'm out of breath, by the way, I feel like I always get out of breath when I'm doing solo episodes. It's very, it's a very different dynamic than speaking with a guest. Super weird. Um, But how have I been dealing with it? So it's been, it was, in the beginning, it was a bit of a challenge trying to find my new normal between working from home and then finding this new rhythm of living with my parents again. However, I've learned some really, really valuable lessons, and I would love to touch on those lessons with you guys. So some of the lessons that this past, you know, year and a half has taught me, number one, pausing is not only okay, it's necessary. And I think we need to all in life learn how to slow down and really look at where we are and where we're going in order to successfully move forward. Like I said, I was living in the city. And for any of people who are listening that live in the city, New York City is a very fast-paced lifestyle. So for anyone that's thinking about moving there, just keep that in mind. I mean, I was going non-stop. 
and it is the most incredible place in the world and New York will always be home to me. My parents are from New York, my mom's from Queens, my dad's from Brooklyn, and I lived in Long Island and I went to school in the city, so New York is home to me. And I love it. However, when I was living in the city, I constantly felt this pressure to kind of keep up and it was it was a lot. It it definitely could be very taxing and I will say the city definitely gives you you're not the same person when you leave. It gives you a certain grit. Um, you get thicker skin. So it does have its advantages for sure. But I wasn't really taking time to reflect on what do I really, what do I really want out of my life? So I think slowing down and pausing allowed me to do that. So I think slowing down and pausing, this leads me to my next few points, which is if number one, I learned the value of saving money. And so when I was living in the city, um, <laughs> it's no secret that Manhattan is very, very expensive place to live. And I was working, it was my first job. And I'm not joking you when I say my entire paycheck was going towards my rent. I want to be completely honest. And then the rest of it was on dinners and shopping. And I had no savings. And as someone who's young and growing and who has future goals for themselves, I think saving is really, really essential and important. And I get that everyone has like different seasons of their life. And I definitely think I went through my season for a reason. Um, that rhymed. Um, but I really think that it's important to take the time to sacrifice and save. And I think anything good in life comes with sacrifice. So now that I'm home now, I've been able to really save my money. And it's been really exciting to watch my savings grow. And I've been talking with um, my dad about how I want to invest my money in like about a year from now. And all of that really excites me because I have plans for where I want to be when I'm like in my 30s. And I know that in order for me to get there, it starts now with the hard work. And I'm not saying don't enjoy your money. You definitely should. Like I have friends that also I had to give them advice where like they would spend money on like nothing. And I'm like, well, you know, you're also young. You should also, it's okay to take a vacation, you know, a small tiny vacation like once a year or going to that dinner with your friends isn't going to make you or break you, you know? So I think life is all about a balance. But definitely earlier on in your career, I know there's a lot of young people that the world of social media can be very um, mentally, what's the word? I guess it could, it's not healthy, it could be toxic. And so I, when you're comparing your life to other people's lives and you see what other people have and then you feel this need to keep up and believe it or not, I was one of those people. And um, I'm realizing now like that's not, that's not, that's not going to get me anywhere. So with that said, um, <clears throat> I created a plan now for where I want to be and I have exciting new goals of where I want to invest and I'm really excited to see where that's going to take me. So, and again, I don't know, I don't know if I'll ever move back into the city. I, that's something I think about quite often. I'm just kind of trusting where I'm at right now and allowing my faith and my journey to kind of take me where I'm meant to be. So I'm really trusting in that process, but now I'm kind of really, I really realigned my values and my goals. And yeah, so with that said, another thing that I learned from being home the past year and a half is the value of relationships. And this has been my favorite thing that I've learned. I was always close to my friends and family, like throughout my entire life. I've always been like the girl to have like a few really close friends and not like a bunch of people in my life. But coming back home to my roots, now that I'm, you know, in my in my early 20s, I guess, 23, 24. I was 23 when I was home. Now I'm 24. Um, but I've been able to reconnect with my parents and my friends. And 
for example, um, when it comes to family, I have gotten to, so close with my parents where not only are they just my parents, but they become like my best friends. And we get to have these adult conversations that I wasn't having with them maybe like five years ago. And it's really cool. And I'm realizing now that my mom and I have, talk about this a lot, how the truth is, God willing, I'm not going to be living at home with my parents forever. There will come a time in my life where I get married and I have children and I have a home of my own. And I'm not saying I'm going to stop talking to my parents, but the dynamic will be different. And so I'm learning to appreciate the season that I'm in right now and creating memories with them and laughing and watching movies and having conversations and doing dinners more often. And I'm realizing, and also my parents aren't going to be young forever. There will come a time when like they're grandparents one day. And so I'm really learning to appreciate where I'm at right now and not rush the process because I think so many times we we think about the past and we're like, oh, those were the good old days. Like I was thinking about this the other day, like remember when you were younger and I don't know, like maybe back in like middle school or high school and like there was like a movie on TV, like a Disney Channel movie and you were so excited to watch it with your friends and you would like put your pajamas on and have your dinner and watch the movie and then then you had school the next morning. And like those days seem like the glory days now, like those were like the best days. And, and I feel like now we think, oh, we always think about the past. And I, I can imagine when I'm older, I'm going to be like, wow, like my 20s were so great. Why did I want to rush that so bad? Um, and listen, I get that the 20s have their own problems in itself. I'm fully aware. But I think it's important to really cherish where you're at because every, every moment in your life has something to offer. Even when, I, even when you think it doesn't, it does. So with that said, um, it's really, it's, I really encourage you. Also, I get to hear, not just my parents, but also my grandparents. And I've been getting to hear the stories how, of what their lives growing up. I was at my grandma's house last year, back in like October. And I heard the most incredible story of how her my, and my grandfather who passed away, um, but how the love story of how they met. And maybe that's another episode for another time. Maybe I'll have Grandma, Grandma Eva come on and share. Um, but I got to hear that story. I heard my, the story of my, my mom's dad, my grandfather, of his story when he was in Israel growing up. And like, it's so important. I think these stories are so beautiful. And we don't really talk with our families that often. I feel like people don't get to know these really special, incredible stories. And I don't want these stories to get lost. And I hope to pass these stories down to my own children one day. So. I just encourage you get to know the people in your lives around you and don't take these relationships for granted because unfortunately we're not going to have we're not going to have these people in our lives forever. So really seize the moment. And also when it comes to friendships too. Um my friends, I mean my hometown friends, listen, I have friends in the city that I love dearly, but I've also gotten really close again to the friends that I had growing up who have known me since I was like younger and now we get to reconnect as women and our conversations are about relationships and, and, and jobs and life. And this has been a really special time too. So I'm really embracing all of it and taking it all of it in. So that's been my favorite thing um, about, about what's happened in the world is I've been able to really connect with my loved ones. And I'm so grateful for it, truly. So the next session I like, the next section I would like to touch on is advice on chasing your dreams. So for example, this podcast, I've had people reach out to me and say, Sid, I give you so much credit for putting yourself out there. I wish I had the guts to do that. How did you do that? How did you get a podcast started? So I think this is a good time for me to speak about that. <laughs> so I've had people reach out to me on Instagram, DM me and say, tell me about their passions, but that they're so afraid to do it. I had one person reach out to me and I remember they said they were so, they love singing. 
but they are so scared to put themselves out there. They're like, I don't, I don't, I'm too scared. And I said, what's the worst thing that can happen? Truly, what's the worst thing that can happen? You fail, you get rejected, people, people say bad things about you. But you know what? Even in that moment, two things. One, you're learning something, right? Like you're learning how to put yourself out there because that takes guts and it's giving you thicker skin. And two, um, I think also it's giving you an opportunity for you to improve. And if there are things that, listen, this podcast, I've been doing it now for a few years. And when I first started, I was no pro. And even now I'm not where I want to be. I definitely can grow for sure. So I think you have to start somewhere, right? So I think it's about just really telling yourself, listen, I'm not going to be a star right away. I know I have to start from square one, right? Started from the bottom, right? I, I, I love using the example of like the iPhone. If you look at the iPhone, when, when they first originally made it, the first version to the version we have today, right? I mean, it's completely, it's completely different. And like that process and all the, all the versions of it and the conversations they must have had going through all of that. So anything good in life, it's got to start somewhere. So just keep it in the back of your mind if you're not, it's not going exactly how you planned right away. Like it's going to take time. So some of my advice for knowing where to start, I think the first thing, create a plan for yourself. Think about how are you going to reach your goals and have mini goals and then like larger goals. For example, with me, when I first started this podcast, I had mini goals. I'm going to research this week on YouTube. Um, what's the best you know platform to use for podcasting or how do I how do we record an episode? Things like that. Larger goals were, I'm going to record two episodes a month, something like that. So you kind of think about what your goal is and then make mini goals and large goals for yourself and have a place you can visualize these goals. Super important. Some people like doing um, vision boards or I love journaling. I'm a big journaler. Highly recommend the five minute journal is a great journal. Um, so have a place where you can visually see your goals on a piece of paper. And I think that's important for you. And you kind of check them off and set due dates. This is something I realized also. I'm a huge procrastinator and where I was. And I heard really great advice that when you're procrastinating, not, well, two things. One, I think setting a date is really important because it gives you a timeline. But two, if you're having trouble starting that goal, I heard this on TikTok and I love what this guy said. He said, start doing the task for five minutes, set a timer on your phone, and just do it for five minutes. Because the truth is, more than more times than not, you're going to end up doing that task for more than five minutes. The hardest part is just like getting the ball rolling and going. So if there's something you're like, um, and I said I was going to do that today, but you know, I'll save it for tomorrow. Like, just tell yourself, just do it for five minutes. And then once you start getting into it, you're like, you know what, I'm actually, gonna, I'm going to stay do, doing this thing a little bit longer. So I think that's the hardest part. Um, I think another thing I have here is creating a schedule, so which is similar to creating a plan, but this is a little bit different. So I think throughout your, as each week passes, mon Sunday through Saturday, have goals for yourself of what you're going to do each day. Tuesday, I'm going to send that email. Wednesday, I'm going to, whatever the case is, like every single day, have something that you're going to do. Or maybe, it doesn't have to be every day, maybe you focus on your goal like two or three days a week out of the seven day week. So have something where you can kind of like check off, you can check off, I accomplished that this week. And it's going to feel really good. It's going to feel so good when you start slowly seeing your plans and your visions come to life. It's like the best feeling ever. Okay. So another really great piece of advice is having a really consistent personal routine. And people don't talk about this a lot when it comes to achieving your goals, but 
you yourself have to be in the right mindset emotionally, emotionally, physically, mentally. So for example, um, I like having a strong morning routine that sets you up for success that day. So I know some people love starting their day with, you know, what wake, and I do this, waking up, washing your face, listening to a podcast episode, stretching your body a little bit, write down your intentions for your day, have your green juice or your coffee or whatever does it for you, eating a healthy breakfast. And that consistency puts you into a really great mindset of having a routine. That is so key. So if you don't have that right now, I highly encourage you to think about what are some ways you want to start your day. And if you can start your day earlier, even better, because the early bird gets the worm, as they say, right? So um, that's really important. And it plays a huge role in whatever your goals are. Again, I'm out of breath. I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> this always happens to me when I'm doing a solo. Um, I think the next part, too, is never doubt your abilities. Um, so when you think about, you know, when you're thinking about your goals, like as I mentioned earlier, it could be really scary. It's scary putting yourself out there. I get it. Like, I was scared to do this podcast. I'm like, oh, no, like people I know are going to listen to this. And how is this going to go? You got to trust yourself. Trust that you're you are capable of so much so much more than you give yourself credit for. And I think it's about, you know, you don't want to look back one day and say, oh, I wonder what could have happened if I went for it. Just go for it. Just do it. Like, really, like, what's the worst that can happen, right? And I, I really am a big believer that you only really fail when you stop trying. Truly. Like, I know for me, like, there were times I thought about, do I really want to keep going with this podcast? But but I, it's a passion of mine. I love doing it and I love speaking with people. So I think the passion you have for your goal is what really drives you to keep moving forward. So use that. Use it as like your spark and your energy to keep going. And like I said, you're not going to start off perfect right away. Like I, when I first started, and I'm sure I'll keep doing it in certain episodes because I'm not perfect and I'll never will be. I hope to get better. But I used to use words like, um, yeah, blah, blah. I would cut people off. Probably did it a few times this episode. Um, and just now, right? <laughs> so again, I'm not perfect. I mean, I'm learning and I'm trying to get better. So know that when you're starting, it won't be great right away. But as time goes on, you will see improvement. Trust me on that. You will. Okay, so I think I want to wrap this episode up, my solo episode, with some of my personal um, health and wellness and fitness goals and things of that nature. So let's start. My mental health. So how do I start my day putting myself in the right mindset? I do a few things. I have a journal where I wake up every day and I write what I want to accomplish that day, how I'm gonna, how my day is going to go. I also do a devotional. My faith is super important to me. So I start my day off with a scripture and I kind of write down what that scripture means to me and how I can apply it to my life. So do what works for you. I highly recommend it. And breath work. I am someone that I do get anxiety. So not you know, it kind of comes in waves. I people I know people that definitely have it worse than I do, but I do tend to get it where I'll get like shortness of breath or I get really stressed out. And one thing that I love doing is I have the app called the Headspace app and it teaches you how to meditate and it gives you really great tips and tricks that when you're experiencing anxiety throughout the day, it teaches you how to breathe and put yourself into a different mindset. It's so great. I really, really recommend if you if you have um anxiety and you need to work on breathing. I know it sounds silly, but it's been a game changer for me. And also another thing I've been doing, I've been doing a lot more reading and I've been trying to spend less time on my phone. Still a work in progress, I will completely admit, but I have been reading more. And I love taking maybe like one day out of the week or maybe like once every two weeks, I will set a bath for myself 
and I will have the candles on and snuggle up to like a really great book and it's getting lost in the pages and lost in the story and it's just so good for my mental health it's really fantastic so I guess find a book whatever that is if it's a fiction book nonfiction, whatever mystery whatever it is find something that you love and you're interested in and then start like getting spend less time on your phone and and more time reading or whatever does it for you but definitely less time off social media has been great for me okay my fitness routine so fitness I like to mix up my high and low intensity workouts some people love doing one or the other I like mixing so for low intensity I'm a huge fan of Melissa Wood Help. I've talked about her so many times on my social media she's fantastic she, she focuses on like long lean lines and you can do her literally wherever because it's a, it's online classes so I'll do it in a hotel room or in, in my house or on vacation or whatever another person is Megan Root the Sculpt Society so she kind of focuses more on dance cardio so a little more high intensity not super bad I think the most high intensity ones that I do I'm a huge fan of Barry's Bootcamp or Barry's as they call it now it's very high intensity but it's such a good burn and a good sweat so if you like that feeling that's great and I also joined a gym <laughs> recently again I joined a gym and I love I'm such a treadmill girl and I was never a big runner to be honest I was great at doing like short distance but not long distance but I love running I love putting on a really great playlist and I can feel the sweat dripping down my face and it's like the best feeling in the world so definitely I'm um, having a really strong fitness routine and again I'm working sometimes I go to the gym once a week sometimes I will skip if I'm being honest but I'm trying to be more consistent about it and do better and I know that every time I work out, there's not one time that I regret going. Like every single time I'm like, I'm happy that I went. So it's a really, it's a really great way to put yourself into a great mindset because I believe working out is all mind, body, and soul, right? They're all connected. I remember about a year ago, I was at Equinox and I had a personal trainer. And I remember... Um, the trainer, I was doing a really intense workout with him. It was like really, really intense. And I had a lot on my mind that day. And I started crying at the end of the workout. He's like, why are you crying? He thought he did something. I was like, no, 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 it's not you. And I think it's because the workout that we were doing, I was kind of like taking out my frustration on that. And I literally, I felt like I was literally like pushing through what was going on in my, going on in my life. And it just kind of like, I don't know, it was such like a release I felt. And so I don't know if anyone's had experience like that. But it's so healthy for me. It's a great release. So working out definitely takes me to other places sometimes, which is, I think is really, I think it's really cool. And yeah, so future goals for mine. Well, to grow this brand. Small Talk with Sid is my baby. It's been my baby since I was, you know, 18 years old and I'm 24 now and I still have plans to grow it, grow this podcast, build a community with all of you, have more amazing guests come on, do more video content, host another event or two this year. There's one I'm planning on, but I can't say yet, so we'll see. Um, and yeah, and just I think this is a passion of mine. I love doing it, and hopefully one day I get to turn it into like my full-time job. So we'll see. But that's kind of my personal goals and future goals for this brand. And I think for I guess first I should say more personal goals would be just my mental health and keep keep growing and figuring out every day like where do I want to go with my life and what do I want to do and kind of re-strategizing and then figuring out, you know, what do I really want in like the next five years and, and sacrificing now in order to achieve those goals. So that's that. And I just encourage you guys, you know, truly trust the season you're in. I think that's 
the theme of this podcast, right? Um, I'm going to title this episode, allow me to reintroduce myself, that's what I'm going to title this, but, um, but it's really about trusting the season you're in, and if you're going through a difficult time right now, know that life is full of hills and valleys, and you're meant to learn something whatever season that you're in, so trust in that. But anyway, with all that said, I'm not going to talk your ear off. That was that. I hope that gives you a little bit more insight into who I am and who your host is. I hope to do more solo episodes in the future. Please reach out to me if you have ideas on specific topics you would like me to talk on. I'm so excited for you guys to hear these guests. They're such amazing conversations, really super special people, dream guests I have coming on. So we're going to talk more later. But for now, goodbye. I love you all. And let's make small talk. (laughs) Bye, guys.